All right, welcome to Kitchen Open Late, the podcast from the back of the house. I'm Chef Frosty. And I'm Chef Bondner. So, uh, we'll open up this week with a little in the news segment. Ooh, what we got in the news? <clears throat> so, you're familiar with South Park, yeah? Yes. Uh, apparently, the owners of South Park, hmm. uh, creators, uh, Matt, and, Matt and Trey, yeah. they bought a restaurant called Casa Bonita, which what? was featured on the show. Okay. Uh, it's this, like, old, weird, pink castle-looking place. All right. It's a Mexican joint, mm-hmm. and they have, like, fucking cliff divers into a fucking pond and shit, and, like, their food apparently was, sucked, but, like, it was just a big, weird place. Okay. Uh, and the creators, when they were kids, they liked it. Everyone knew about it. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, we had places like that growing up when we were kids. Yeah. Like Peter Piper Pizza. Right. On yes. West Age in Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. It was no longer there. It has not been there for a long time. No, it's turned into the hibachi group? Right? Yeah, yeah. Which I also like. I mean, it's a buffet-style place, it's obviously. Place, yeah, so you know we love it. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, but Peter Piper Pizza was just like, you know, that, it was fun, but it was like, yeah, pizza sucks. Yeah, I mean... Sure. It was never my favorite first choice for pizza. Would you say it was better or worse than Chuck E. Cheese? I never went to Chuck E. Cheese as a child. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. I mean, it's... Peter Park Pizza was a better version of that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I still imagine that's (laughs) highest-end pizza. (laughs) Probably not. We live in Chicago, bro. Oh, when I say better than that, I mean the facility. I don't really... One hemorrhoid is better than two. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. sure. Uh, Anyway, Matt Matt and Trey... Hmm. Bought Casa Bonita, right? And uh, they're renovating it and you know making it the perfect version of how they remember it. Nice. They're not changing too much. Mm-hmm. You know, they're making the food better. Mm-hmm. They're making everything better, but it is still what they remember it being. Right. It's what they loved when they were kids. Right. And they eliminated tipping. They're paying their servers like thirty-two bucks an hour or some oh, shit. shit. Like they, right. just, they, they were just like, we're going in. We plan to lose a lot of money. Right. That's fine. <laughs> Don't care. Don't care. We're rich. Uh-huh. Now, this is a good example of this is how you should live your fucking life. Yeah. Don't fucking launch dick rockets into space or go <laughs> fucking look at the Titanic or any of that right. shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> you fucking morons. Yeah, put some good back into the world. Yeah. We're going to create a job and pay people well where they can have fun mm-hmm. and everyone's going to enjoy it. Yeah. God, as a, as a restaurant person yeah. and a South Park fan. Yeah. That is beautiful. That is fantastic. And to all you stupid-ass celebrities out there <laughs> who didn't let South Park parody you, right. you're a fucking moron, man. Like, what an asshole. Like, South Park has parodied so many good people. So many good people. Like, what if Jerry Seinfeld was on there as like a fucking turkey or something like that? They always had, like, early days, they had celebrities come in and just do random, like, George Clooney was a dog. Yeah. Yeah, he was Stan's gay dog. Was George, oh, no, he was a doctor. Sorry. Somebody yeah, else yeah. was his gay dog. Uh, but now for a little story time. Uh, Restaurant-related story time. I mean, I, that was technically restaurant-related. Well, yes, but personal for me. I'm, uh, I lost about eh, three hours worth of pay this week. Just like they disappeared? Kind of. Mm-hmm. So I have lately been one of the first ones into work, yeah. as is my tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh so I, I went in one day, and the iPad wouldn't turn on. So I said, hey, I need my hours. I'm not going to work this full shift. The right. iPad won't turn on. They were like, okay, well, we can't fix it because it's broken. Right. 
I was like, does another computer exist in the world? Can you just clock me the fuck in? Mm. I'm not on the clock right now, and I want to guarantee I'm getting paid. Yes. They're like, we'll take care of it, we'll take care of it. Like, okay, fine. One day, I'm not going to lose that pay, but I'm fine letting it go for now. Mm. Next day, go in, we got a new iPad. Try the passcode. It's not the same. iPad is locked for an hour. <laughs> okay. Right. So, I wait an hour, I go back, try to lock, oh, still locked out again. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, well, this sucks. So for those two hours, mm-hmm. I'm just working for free, and then somebody finally showed up, mm-hmm. somebody else, right. and they unlocked the iPad, and I clocked in, and I said, hey, can I get this adjusted somehow? Right. Oh, uh, not really. Uh, you know, you kind of need to be responsible for, like, the manager I was talking to, yeah. you kind of need to be responsible for clocking in. I was like, ah, okay. I'm here. Right. I mean, I'm in the building, I'm, I'm in the building before you. Yeah. Okay, I am here. I tried to clock in. Mm-hmm. I, there's nothing else I can do. <laughs> right. Okay, give me a time clock. Yeah, exactly. Give me anything at all. Let me know how to log into shit. Like, the act of being at work should not be work. <laughs> and especially if your response is like, hey, uh, you know. You need to be responsible for clocking in. We really need you to just be on top of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, I tried to, like, hey, just, you know, just make sure you just try to clock in on time, okay? <laughs> right, no, I did that. Uh, okay. And your equipment failed. Yeah, so I was like, okay, that's fine. Are you going to adjust my hours? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, as I was saying, we really, I was like, hold on, no, no, I, I believe I made my expectations clear. Let's just get it done, okay? I don't want, I don't want to have this conversation again. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, you know, I feel like I've made it clear. This is what I want done. This is what I expect, okay? Let's just get it done, all right? No more excuses. I didn't say that, of right. course. Because <laughs> I would be fired for that. Right. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. How come I can't say the exact thing, same thing back to them? Yeah. The exact same thing at the exact same time in the uh-huh. exact same tone? Right. I can't say it to them, but they can say it to me. Why is that? Because then you are perceived to be an asshole. Because you are... Mostly because you're restating exactly what they just said. But it would also make you be perceived as an asshole if you said it a different time. Like you didn't just repeat it right after they did. Right, yeah. I mean... Well, now I'm past progressive. Yeah. I don't appreciate that tone. You need to respect your management. Yep. Oh, Frosty, always that classic angry chef... (laughs) That's what I want to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. Angry chefs. Mm. And I'm certainly one of them. Yeah. And I certainly have my flaws as to why. And we can we have talked about that. Yeah. We can continue to talk <laughs> about that. But that being said, situations like that where I lose fucking money, give you free fucking work, right. and get a talking to for my fucking non-compliance with clocking in on time... Mm. That's going to make someone a little angry. Yep. Yep. But I mean, at that point, it's like, okay, if I can't clock in again, then I can't work. I mean, yes, that would mm-hmm. make sense, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. But then you're a quiet quitter, aren't you? <laughs> right. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, the time clock's not working. I guess I can't work today. Oh, you're only here for a paycheck? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> in most circumstances, absolutely. Yes, absolutely, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't love that we have to rely on money, mm-hmm. but if we're going to rely on money, 
then fine. Right. If I gotta play by your rules, then I'm gonna set my terms for my side of that argument. Right. I was just talking to uh, my co-manager. He has a very self-sufficient setup at home. Yeah. And he was like, if it wasn't for the damn, you know, this 900 bill I have to pay, you know, for rent, yeah. then I wouldn't need a job. I was like, yeah, that's unfortunately the truth. I mean, we have to work for the money. We have to. <laughs> I mean, you want to know how to make somebody very angry? They've got just enough money to barely eat, barely get by, barely pay their rent, sometimes working 12, 13 hours a day, five, six, seven days a week mm-hmm. in some cases, can't have friends, can't have a social life, can't socialize with the coworkers at all, you know, because that's inappropriate. Right. Fucking, you know, just can't be yourself in any situation. The best case scenario, you're locked on the, you're locked in a cage on the line mm-hmm. for 12 hours, and the best case scenario is there's nothing to do. So you can just sit there right. and let the time pass. Mm-hmm. That's the best case scenario is that you don't have actual responsibilities. Right. How is that different than prison? <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. I don't have to pay you to be in prison. <laughs> that's just <laughs> yes, free. That's true. Yes, that is true. You just got to do your time. I mean, you got a library there. Sometimes you have to work. Sometimes, I mean, shit. I'll mop a prison. I don't give a fuck. I guess working is more of a choice in prison, isn't it? Like, you work to get money to buy special Whatever the fuck you want, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't that sound nice? Oh, that sounds so good, man. I mean, I guess you have to deal with it. I guess it really depends on what prison you're in. I mean... yeah, like one of those white collar fucking you know, right, resort yeah. prisons. Yeah. Like an Al Capone prison? Come on. You see an Al Capone's prison cell? It's better than my fucking apartment, homie. For real. I believe that. I have not seen it, but. He's got like, I mean, back in the day mm-hmm. when it was Al Capone's time, he had like a TV and shit. No. Uh-huh. Fucking nice, comfy bed, fucking all the books he wanted and shit. Like. No, I've seen enough media where it's like the big whatever gangster boss. Um, when they go to prison, it's like, like, oh, welcome back, sir. Yeah, no, yeah, for real. <laughs> Bro, man, like, we're in prison. Yeah. You can't just decide to not fucking participate. Right. I can't just walk into a fucking grocery store, take an apple, and be like, I worked today. Yeah. I am alive. I deserve nutrition. Right. I am taking this as a result of my labor. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to, to pay me. No, I, no, I don't. I don't choose to. Well, you live in America, so you have to... I was born here. Right. And it's fucking real hard to go other places. Yeah, it is. It's real hard to get in this place. Yeah, no shit. As many of my illegal immigrant co-workers can attest to, it's a challenge to go from one to the other. Yeah. uh, In either direction, either way. Which is so crazy. Oh. I know... And also, I'm not going to be micromanaged and nitpicked to death in fucking prison. Yeah. I mean... Well, I mean, you'll be nitpicked to death in different ways. But. Sure, I mean, that's... <laughs> Again, mm-hmm. what pain in the ass do I want? <laughs> Honestly, I can get used to some physical shit at a certain point. I mean... No pun intended. <laughs> but no, like, I, I hate... I hate... It makes me so angry when your fucking just mission in life becomes watch Frosty do shit all day. Right. Like God damn it! Ugh. That's why I don't like supervisors and managers for the most part. It's like okay, I'll tell you what. How much you paying him? Mm-hmm. Give me my salary plus his salary, and I'll make sure it gets done. Right. I'll manage myself. Don't worry about that. <laughs> In fact, I'll do it faster. 
<laughs> Give me his responsibilities, too. Uh-huh. What, stand in the fucking dining room? <laughs> I can wash myself. Give me a mirror. It'll cost you seven bucks. That's... I'll save you a lot of money here. Like, okay, here's the thing. Everyone gives me shit about criticizing management. Well, you don't yeah. know what they do when you're not watching. Okay, okay, fair. Fair. Sure. But I know what they do while they're watching, and it's fucking watching. Yeah. While I'm busting my ass mm-hmm. to get my shit done, and they're just fucking in my face about every goddamn step and how I'm doing it wrong, mm-hmm. and how this needs to be this way, and they fucking taste it, and it's like, you don't fucking know. You don't know. <laughs> you do not know what this tastes like. Right. You try it once a month, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the fuck you ate before you came in here. I don't know what you fucking did. I don't know what time you fucking mind. And I goddamn sure as hell know you don't know how to make this properly. Right. You can throw some shit together and call it correct because you're setting the rules. Right. <laughs> Get off my ass and I can fucking do it, man. It functions perfectly fine when you're not here. Right. Amazingly. I don't know what that's about. But for some reason, when you're not in the building, shit still works. <laughs> The lights right. still come on, the food still goes out, and everyone still goes home happy. Happier, in fact. <laughs> which, which is a, a blatant um, example of supervisors not needing to be there. You're not required to make the business run. No. Yeah, I, Every day, anyway. I understand the concept. There needs to be leadership in place, and that leadership needs to be compensated at a different level because they take on different responsibilities and that, that, that. Right. Got it. Right. Great. Cool. Fun. <laughs> we don't need a leader to the leader to the leader to the leader. Right. To fucking be the little fucking snivelly, hooded sidekick to the ultimate emperor who's running the whole shit. Like, right. the evil at the top. We don't need any of that. Just cut all that shit off and it'll be fine. As a sidekick, I kind of resent that. <laughs> You're a functional sidekick. <laughs> Your job in life is not exclusively sidekick. Um, there, there are two types of vice presidents, okay? Uh-oh. There's Joe Biden and there's fucking Mike Pence. And they both do things uh, to various degrees of failure okay. and success. They both have their niche and they play it well. I, I will say in... At, at, at the very least for us, I would assume, for me and you, we have shown that our leadership role is more than some unknown behind-the-scenes things. Like, when things go to shit, we get shit done. Yeah, absolutely. You Like, we are still the strongest piece on the board. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's not always shown in management supervisors. No. Usually, they can't do... What their crew can do. Right. No, I mean, that's the most frustrating thing. Everyone will rally behind a motherfucker who can bang it out. Right. My dad didn't have to earn anyone's respect. No. They just respect him because of his performance. Mm-hmm. I hope I do something similar. Yeah. I don't like neutrality. I like extremes. Because you're, you're, I want people to be passionate. Mm-hmm. Not angry or upset or whatever. Pat, just give a fuck about what you're doing. You're right. My favorite Bible quote of all time. Uh, I know your works, you're neither hot nor cold, so because you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. What? <laughs> Say that again? You're neither hot nor cold, uh-huh. so because you're lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. Okay. I I guess? Basically, because you're nothing, right. you're in the middle, Right. I don't want anything to do with you. Right. Jesus, I, I think that's from Revelation, and uh, it was basically get the fuck out of my temple kind of thing. Right. Uh... 
I prefer that in the same way from mm-hmm. the restaurant or the kitchen at least. If you're gonna come in here and just be a fucking nothing, have some fucking passion. Right. And if you don't have passion for this, let's figure out what you have passion for and then go do that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You can work here and I'll talk to you about what you're passionate about. Yeah. And then in the meantime, we'll find you another job and then you can move on. Cool. Which, which most jobs should do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if not all. <laughs> I mean, if you if, if someone came to me and said, hey, look, I don't give a fuck about being in the kitchen. I don't really know what I want to do, and I need some money, and you guys are hiring, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to try. That's all I need. Yeah. Hey, we'll talk. Right. What do you like? Yeah. What do you enjoy? Oh, shit. Maybe you fucking, you might be the fucking best bricklayer out there, or whatever. Yeah. Garbage man, scientist, doctor, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You never know. People just sometimes lack opportunities. Mm-hmm. So just hang out with them for a while. Have some fun. Don't put pressure on anything. You know, I, I did laugh at the, the bricklayer thing, but I'm glad you, you said that. Uh, because that doesn't usually seem or sound like a sought-after job. It is necessary, I would I think so. Um, but my, my point that I even brought this up is I was talking to a school counselor at one point, and it was while I was working at Wendy's, and he said something to me, and it was like, and that's when I told him I worked at Wendy's. And he was like, well, you don't want to be the best burger flipper in the world, dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, I resent that. Maybe I do. Maybe that is what I want to do. Maybe I do want to be the best burger flipper in the world. You should help my passion, not, you know, turn it to where you think I should be going. Well, yeah, I mean, so that's another thing that makes people angry Hmm. is doing pointless things. Hmm. Because now not only are you just fucking in prison, you're being tortured. Yeah. With mindless, repetitive, fucking bullshit tasks. Anyone out there listening to this who doesn't work in a restaurant and has never worked in a restaurant and has no intimate knowledge of restaurants, okay? It's amazing how little cooking happens in a restaurant. <laughs> it's truly almost assembly line at a certain point. Sure. Especially the, the better you are, the more honed in it becomes. The tighter the recipes get, the the, the closer the, the margins are. Mm-hmm. You know, it becomes. You know, if you have a good crew that's just been there for a while, it just becomes a you know a, a synchronized rhythmic ballet. Yeah. Of everyone just kind of going through the motions, mm-hmm. putting it out. I mean, you know, there's a certain amount of muscle memory where it's just like, okay, gotta make a burger. Boom, 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 right. boom. Salt, fat, boom, boom. Okay, bun, boom. Here we go. <laughs> Lid, cheese, steam, boom, great, yeah. okay, here we turn around, there it is, okay, you know. Does that, I mean, yes, food is being heated to yes. a proper temperature, right. but that's kind of it. It yeah. is a little bit robotic at a certain point. It's just all mechanics, no, no real brain work is necessary at a certain point. No, when you go out to dinner, your ticket doesn't come through, and then like a Disney musical, all the Christmas <laughs> like, ring! <laughs> We have a ticket right now. Like no, like seasonings and it's not like ooh, we get to create something fun and unique. It's right. Like, no. Uh, okay. Oh, we got this shit in yeah. again. Okay. <laughs> Same thing I do every day. Occasionally some specials. Occasionally some seasonal changes. But it's it is not pointless, but not necessary or inventive. Yes, it is monotonous. Yes, can be. People don't like that. Mm-hmm. So. Work is what separates us from animals. Mm. Animals are survive, 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 reproduce, survive, survive, reproduce, maybe again. Great. Survive. I'm dead now. Uh, I will say for the most part. Yeah, I mean, all. There, there are some out there who do things for fun. Well, yes, mm-hmm. 
but I mean, you're never just like totally free. I mean, like I can I can sit nude on my toilet and shit comfortably. No animal, no animal at all. Not a domesticated and nothing. There's always in the back of their head even a fucking sliver of anything can kill me at any time. Sure. Sure. Even bigger predators are just like something. Mm-hmm. Sinkhole. <laughs> Sinkhole. Anything. Everything is danger when you're an animal. Okay. What makes us different is we found the ability to cultivate things like mm-hmm. tools and farming yeah. and industrial shit and ships and you know all sorts of things and that allowed us to produce, that allowed us to work. And work in a society at the beginning of life no. <laughs> was you are good at this, you do that. Right. I mean, you look back through our time, there's farmers, there's hunters, gatherers, all that shit. Yeah. People who fucking collect the water. You know, the women who bear the children, the fucking, the nurse, the, the birth mother is there mm-hmm. always, you know. The spiritual leaders are always there. But there's also always, always, storytellers and like philosophers mm-hmm. and the keepers of the histories and shit like that. Yeah. It's not just utilitarian bullshit. It's whatever you were best at, you did. Yeah. And you ex- exercise that creativity in a way that was productive for the world. Mm-hmm. And then we hit the industrial age yeah. and people were just like, oh man, commodities are the same thing as people. <laughs> we can just use every resource. Yeah. And then they all got big old erections, <laughs> and they've just been stroking them ever since. And it just robbed everybody of the ability to be creative mm-hmm. and have fun. Work and play are not that different from each other. Sure. They became different over time. But I love work. Mm-hmm. I want to work. Mm-hmm. Work keeps me from working. <laughs> Right, I understand what you're saying. Like, I want to cook for people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to, you know, I love doing dinner parties or, you know, making friends dinner for their birthday or making a lover a birthday or, sorry, just a normal dinner or breakfast or whatever. Right. Uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love gardening. You know, I love butchering meat. Mm-hmm. I love doing this. Yeah. You know, I love the community that surrounds eating, eating yeah. and the restaurant world as a whole. I love it. It connects cultures. True. I love it. I do love tasting different cultures. Yeah, it's so fun to share a meal with somebody so intimate and beautiful and wonderful and truly nourishing. Mm -hmm. So to go and just pump out the same thing over and over and over again to nameless, faceless nobodies who occasionally are annoying and aggressive to me... With a manager who's breathing down my neck about how important he thinks this is, to make barely enough money to get by or change my life. Right. Yeah, no, that kind of robs the joy from it a little bit. Yeah, it is a system to keep you in there. Yeah. Like, it doesn't want you to go away. No, exactly. You can't take a cog out of the machine. Yeah, that is why I enjoy creating different stuff for my coworkers. We have another vegan um, at work now, and... Like, everyone's been asking him. He was like, do you want some food? Do you want some food? He's like, no, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then I perked up. I was like, I can make you a vegan dish. <laughs> I can make that happen for you. And he's like, oh, really? I didn't know that. I was like, I'm sure that's why you've been saying no. 
like because he doesn't want to try to reconstruct something or you know anything like that. I'm like, no, I can I can hook you up with something. Yeah, you don't want to be annoying. Yeah, but sometimes you just gotta ask for shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can make something happen for you, bro. Yeah, no, I mean, mm-hmm. cool cooks are cool cooks. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's always the whenever wherever the most annoying person is leaves, mm-hmm. you can just feel everyone's shoulders just drop. Yeah. And service goes so much smoother. <laughs> There's nothing worse than just chaotic manager at the helm. Uh, and you're like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> I can't affect anything because you're in charge. God. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just go away? <laughs> oh. I mean, people hate their jobs and they become angry. Hmm. I mean, what are that in Star Wars fucking uh, fear becomes anger, anger becomes hate, hate becomes suffering. <laughs> Yes. And yeah, if you're, if you're uncomfortable and afraid at work, mm-hmm. afraid of anything, afraid of losing your job, afraid of being able to pay your bills, mm-hmm. afraid, afraid of where your next meal comes from, mm-hmm. afraid of dying alone because you don't have time to date, yeah, afraid of finding that person and then not being able to raise kids because you can't afford it. Right. Or because you don't have time to be around. Afraid of, oh, what if I get sick and I or get hit by a bus and I can't afford my hospital bills. Right. Afraid of any debt you're in. Afraid of fucking anything. If you're afraid... And no, it's not your job's responsibility to cure all that shit. No. But man, they can take a lot of steps forward. Yeah. Like if I if, you, if I got paid thirty bucks an hour mm-hmm. to go and have fun at work, and the South Park guys are my bosses, <laughs> be great with that. Like, if they encourage any level of fun, playful creativity, mm-hmm. which I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'd be real happy. Mm-hmm. Be a whole lot less stressed out. <laughs> my hair might grow back. <laughs> So unstressed. <laughs> unstressed hair growth, right? What if it did? Oh man, no, like, just, just putting pressure where pressure doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. There's no need for it. Getting getting hurt and having to go to the hospital is is one of my biggest work fears. Oh, absolutely. Because one, you know, you have a hospital bill. Two, you can't work to pay for that said hospital bill. Or your life in general. <laughs> yeah. You know, what, you know what makes people angry? Being, like, fucking one step away from homeless and destitute. Yeah. With nothing. All yeah. of my things, all of my worldly possessions, everything. It's not like my parents can just bail me out, nor would I want them to. Man. And I, this might, I don't know, however it sounds. I was in a situation once where, uh, again, when I, I, I love talking about Cedar Point. It was a different time in my life. But while working at Cedar Point... Our checks were late or whatever. We couldn't get them when we thought we were going to. So we had to start pawning stuff off. I had to pawn off a bunch of my video games and stuff so we could eat. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this shit's rough. This <laughs> stuff is so rough. Every time I move, I lose more things. Yeah. Not in the process of moving. It's just mm-hmm. like, okay, what can I sell? What can I just yeah. drop off so I don't have to take more trips? Mm-hmm. You know, eventually it's going to be me, Kitty, and a bed <laughs> in an alley. And she'll be bringing me birds and insects. Hey, see? You guys can share a meal. Well, because that's the other thing, man. Like, they always see, again, nobody wants to hire. Right, got it. Nobody, sorry, nobody wants to work. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hire is the truth. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it accidentally, but it is true. <laughs> okay, no, but seriously, do you know how hard it is to find a job? Yeah. I, so there's a place around the corner from where I just moved, right? Mm-hmm. They have a sign in the window. Help wanted. Cook. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's a fucking five-second commute, so... Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mind seeing what that's about. And they're only open until 3. Huh. Every night off? Mm-hmm. Fine, no problem. Right. I work seven days a week. Mm-hmm. You know, so I called, so I went in, I gave them my resume. Mm-hmm. 
And I called the guy from the phone number on the sign that said help wanted cook. Right. Call him up. Hey, uh, I just dropped off my resume. I'm just kind of going to follow up. Okay, well, you need to talk to the manager. Like, well, who is this? <laughs> yeah. Because this is the number. I'm like, this is the number on the sign for the help wanted. He's like, yeah, I'm the owner. I'm like, okay. He's like, you need to talk to the manager. I'm like, uh, can, can I just talk to you real quick right now? We're on the phone. Yeah. Uh, and you need somebody. Right. I got a lot of experience. He's like, you know, I'm at a different location. You need to talk to the manager. Um, okay. He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> he could at least gave you the number. So I called the restaurant. Uh, Hi, uh, my name is Eric Frost. I dropped off a resume a couple days ago. I'm doing a follow-up. Is Mandarin. Uh, no, they're not here. They're, oh, okay, do you know when they might be in so I can come in and, and, and speak to them or call maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure when they're coming back. Uh, do you have their number? Mm-hmm. I could maybe reach out to them or, or could you reach out on my behalf perhaps? Right. I'm very interested in this position. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Okay, are you looking for a cook? Right. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> I, I mean, I know the sign or whatever. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm actively trying to apply for this job right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> well, uh, good luck looking for candidates. Uh, if, you, right. if you're interested, I'm still interested. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, click. Oh. Wow, yeah. I mean, just... In general, mm-hmm. how do you find a job? Yeah. Go, go into a place where you need to apply online. Go online where you need to fucking sign up for Indeed or LinkedIn or some other stupid shit. Right. Sign up for all that. Upload all your shit. Mm-hmm. Go onto the website. Gotta upload it all again. <laughs> Next page. <laughs> fill out all the fucking information you just filled the fuck out. Only and, to be sent off into some anonymous inbox yeah. you don't even know they're going to check. Right. Exactly. How do I do a follow-up? You yeah. can't get anybody on the phone. And then when you come in, you have to bring your resume as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See what it is is it's a, it's a test to see how hard you really want to work for these people. Right. <laughs> and, uh, see here you've been fired. Can you explain this gap in your in your resume here? Well, it was the COVID pandemic. Right. Uh so you weren't you weren't trying to find jobs during that time. You weren't you weren't doing anything. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Avoiding things during a worldwide pandemic. Uh, kind of sounds like you're not really committed to this position. Oh. Again, I just wish we could turn it back on him, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, boss, come here real quick. Uh, I haven't seen you in months. Doesn't really feel like you're committed to this position. Uh, we're going to need you to just kind of show up and maybe contribute a little bit more. Hey, 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 hold on. This is this is not a conversation back and forth, okay? I, I'm, giving you, I'm giving you feedback. I need yeah. you to hear that and apply it, okay? We need to we need to start taking steps forward. I'm not I'm not upset. Just, I'm just explaining what the expectation is so we're on the same page, okay? Yeah. All right, buddy. Tell you what, you keep it up. We won't have this conversation. There won't be a problem, all right? All <laughs> there right. There won't be a problem. <laughs> Thanks, boss. Appreciate it. Yeah, my boss just went on vacation again recently. Oh, sure. <laughs> and I, I found out about it the day before. <laughs> and then um, I recently had a, a, a family issue that happened. Um, and I was like, all right, well... I'm going to need the first week of August off. He's like, yeah, well, I guess we'll have to get these people trained up. And we'll work it out. I'm like, no, well, I'm just telling you <laughs> that I'll be off. I'm giving you a month's notice. I found out a day before that you were just going right. to be on. And then had to go and deal with a bunch of deliveries and shit. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, what? Yeah, now, boss, when you say we'll figure it out, that means you, you and you guys, you guys will all figure it out. It out. 
I will not be giving a fuck. No. Yes. At all about no. anything happening here. Like speaking of vacations mm. or whatever. Yeah. Days off in general. Mm. One day off, two days off, a week off does not mean I'm fucking just back rested. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck I did. Right. You don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. I might be taking that week off to go work what somewhere that will pay me more <laughs> for a week. Right. And get some extra hours real quick. Sure, I, I might be going to a funeral. Yeah. Or even if I do take a vacation, mm-hmm. I always hate that when you come in, hey, but you, hey, you feeling rested? Yeah. <laughs> How you doing there, champ? Had a whole week off, huh? But you're ready to work now, huh? Yeah, we're keeping hard now. We left some stuff for you. It's like, oh, that's, that's great. Yes, thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, unfortunately, most of my vacations are spent dealing with family drama. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it is enjoyable, well, there's right. something. There's some family drama. You have to deal with at least a little bit. Right. Uh, it's like, yeah, I just, I like the vacations are like a treat. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you've been good for 10 years, so. I've never in my adult life taken a vacation. Yeah. Not, not like, I have this time at work that I am taking off mm-hmm. for a whole whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to a destination that I want to see. Right. I'm going to spend a comfortable time there without worrying about the expenses this is costing me right now. Nor am I worrying about the expenses I'm leaving back home. Nor am I worried about taking time off to cover those expenses. Right. I'm just at peace and enjoying myself. Me taking a day off means I have to, and I'm stressed because I'm losing pay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. Like, does the fun of this outweigh the crippling amount of no food I have yeah. to, that I'm losing to pay for this day off? Yeah, and we're, we don't get, well, at least where I'm at now, we don't get, like, vacation days where you can get paid vacation. I mean, even if you did, I mean, how many fucking places where it's like, oh, you'd be here six months before you start earning fucking one cent to fucking yeah. vacation pay or whatever. Yeah. Well, you've been here for 19 years, so I guess you've earned two minutes of vacation time pay. <laughs> Enjoy that. <laughs> I will be taking my quarterly bonus, of course, this year. Yeah. <laughs> and you will receive nothing. In fact, we had to cut your salary to make sure I got that covered. Which, which happened? Oh, yeah. Which actually happened? The grocery store I got fired from, mm-hmm. one of the things I got fired for, I complained verbally about this. We used to get basically an extra check mm-hmm. like three times a year, four times a year. Right. Because it was like, okay, here's a Christmas one or whatever. It was, the, it was related to something. Yeah. But, hey, every four months you get an extra whole paycheck effectively. Right. Yeah. Pretty nice. Mm-hmm. They stopped doing that. And the our manager, the guy who fired me. Yeah. Uh, received a larger than normal Christmas bonus for how much money he saved the company at our store that year. Wow. By cutting everyone's hours and not giving them raises or that extra bonus bonus every quarter. So it just all went to him. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And there's a thing. One of the managers Uh was, like, cool with... He was dating one of the fucking workers. Right. Nobody gave a fuck. He was chill as fuck. He was smoking this after work. Uh... He was like, yeah, I know what he got. It was like mm-hmm. close to $100,000 in a wow. bonus. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. Because he'd been with the company so long. He was the fixer. <laughs> he would always go in and clean house and save all sorts of money by making everyone work really, really hard and being yeah. really, really unhappy. Yeah. And I got fired because I don't shut up about that kind of <laughs> shit. So, okay, boss, let me get this straight real quick. So, you took a big-ass bonus while we don't get jack shit. But we're the ones doing all the work in here, and you're mm-hmm. taking all the credit for 
how much money you save the company. Right. I'm just making sure I understand this. Am I lying? Am I lying to you right now? Am I making some shit up? If I'm incorrect, feel free to fucking say something. Right, yeah. I'm pretty please. sure that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I can talk to a lot of people and get a raise. Right. Well, they don't deserve a raise. Why the fuck not? <laughs> They're working and keeping this place afloat, are they not? We don't deserve inflation, but we get that shit anyway. I don't deserve overdraft fees on my bank Thanks. account because some shit happened. Right. Oh, I forgot this bill came on this day. Now my bank account is overdrafted. Now i got to pay $35? Right. Because yeah, pay of, extra money? But if I... So... If I put my check in the bank, it won't show up that same day. Yeah. Get 24 hours to make sure it clears or what the fuck ever. Right. If I cash it, I can just get that money, right? Mm-hmm. Can I just get that money and then put the put money in into my bank, bank account? Right. Right now? <laughs> Do I have to go through that whole process? Yeah, no, that that's happened to me a couple of times recently, and it's very irritating. It's, it's these things that don't make sense. Yeah. That people just fucking accept, mm-hmm. but it just makes everyone miserable. It yeah. just doesn't make any sense. No. If I, if I hit an overdraft once, you're real quick to take that money out of my account. Yeah. And fucking no issue there. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to deposit this check from this company that I earned money from. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, we got to make sure. And we got a holiday coming up. That might take some time. Good. I'm not sure about this. It's probably going to be at least a week before your check shows up. If it shows up, who knows? If it shows up, right. And it's gone. Yeah, no <laughs> Thanks for serious. <laughs> for no reason at all. Unintentionally babble jargon, but jeez. Index hedge fund, quarterly crisis, bank statement, bank statement, <laughs> quarterly crisis. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's just the un, un, the unnecessary stupid mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. The, the the fucking joy sucking that mm-hmm. happens, the just no fun, no happiness, no hey we're here to work not play. Mm. Make sure you know, gotta, it's all about that bottom line. You gotta keep being productive. Let's do it. Come on. You gotta keep your time clean, time to clean. Let's go, motherfuckers. Which that even doesn't go across the board. Yeah, no shit. No shit. Front of house. And a lot of fucking kitchens, surprisingly. I'm still really genuinely blown away by how filthy. So many kitchens are allowed to be uh-huh. by the higher-up people. Right. It's just, it, it makes me angry. <laughs> I actually found that on one of our, uh, one of our health inspections. Oh, yeah. Because um, I think, like, either I didn't have time to get to something or I forgot something, something along those lines, and then that was never an issue. It's like, oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Unfortunately, I no longer care about the... How, uh, general population question. Mm-hmm. How clean do you think kitchens are? In general, you listeners out there mm-hmm. uh, who are not familiar with restaurants, <laughs> I like a clean kitchen. Uh, That's why I get angry. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give me one ounce of degreaser for the entire day mm-hmm. for the entire kitchen. Right. Please, God mm-hmm. damn it. <laughs> I need a bottle for every two days. The steel wool is just like fucking three little strands now. I'm just, eh. Come on. Just come over there. I'm breaking my thumb. Mm-hmm. Pushing it. Just get it. won't come off. And you just scrub and scrub and scrub. And you try so hard with the limited resources. Mm-hmm. And then when the health department shows up, whether you know they're coming or whatever, the owner comes, hey, hey, this looks like shit back here. Why is it so bad? Why do you let it get to this state? God, you're right. I'm so sorry. 
Ah, I should have tried harder. Yep, should have tried even harder. I, my lack of resources. At multiple restaurants. Like, multiple. Like, almost all of them. <laughs> it's gotten to the point of frustration where I've gone to the store and with my own goddamn money bought shit yeah. to clean with. Yeah. Or cook with. Or gloves. <laughs> I don't understand how it doesn't make other people angry. I know I've got a short fuse. I know I've got a temper. I know I've got shit to work on. I know I'm not the most moral or sane person out there. Fine. Got it. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to work on myself. Yeah. No problem. But God, it's some shit. 16 hours in a dirty, filthy kitchen. You're not allowed to clean, but you're criticized for how dirty it is. Fucking, you can't date label shit. Nothing's fresh. Everything's disgusting. Moldy. Fucking wet, nasty shit all over the place. And again, you're criticized the whole goddamn time for that. You're not working hard enough. You're not getting there early enough. You're not staying late enough. You're not dedicated enough to this position. Maybe you don't deserve a raise. Maybe you deserve to be fired instead. At the end of a shift. At the end of a shift. Maybe don't fucking jump down my ass all the time. Maybe you getting off my shoulders will take some of the fucking pressure off. Because mm-hmm. pressure breeds fucking anger. Yeah. Especially when you're helpless to the pressure. The pressure of life is bad enough. I don't need your stupid fucking imagined pressures in my <coughs> life. I don't need that. You're inventing stupid shit and you're giving it to me as if it were important. It's like you're handing me your child. And it's just fucking not. I could not give a fuck less if your building fucking burns down and your fucking business is destroyed. Because you don't give a shit about my life. Hmm. Why should I care about you and your success when you don't care about me and my basic human needs, asshole? But I'm the angry one. Wow. <laughs> I'm angry for a reason. For a reason, yes. Attitude reflects leadership, dick. I want you to take a look in the mirror. And I know I know a lot of people will say to what, what I'm about to say. Um, it's like, well... They hire you to do a certain job, this, that, and the other. Well, I would appreciate some participation, especially if, like, you feel I don't do a certain thing uh, the right way. I'm like, well, show me how you want to do it. Like, consistently. Consistently be here and do the work as well. If you have some type of, I don't know, like, extra stuff you do behind the scenes, I understand that. You can't be here all the time. But help out during the busy hours. Why not help out during the rush? It makes sense you have this leadership role because you know how everything works, right? At least that's what I understand. That's how I present myself as a a leader in my position at my job. Like I said earlier, like I am <laughs> when things go downhill or start to get really busy at work, um, one of my coworkers or I guess uh, one of my I guess, underling, quote-unquote, will pass the baton to me. It was like, here, you take this side. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you definitely... Sometimes, no, all times, you need aces in the places. Yeah. I mean, I guess not every fucking second. Sure. If there's nothing to do, yeah. I don't need to be belted to the flat top. Yeah. But that being said, if shit's going down, that's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just navigate there all the time. It's just where I need to be at. Same here. It's Same the, here. It's the wheel or the cannon or whatever it is on the ship. It's where I need to, it's the, certainly the most important place for me to be. You know, and I'm, 
glad that you forced me to learn that. <laughs> I knew it would be necessary one day. Right, absolutely necessary. And I, I take every now and then, um, when Josh is there, he can mostly handle it. Um, like, all right, well, I'll be on the fryer. Yeah. <laughs> can sit and chill, and then when things get busier, I'll slide over to like half of the fr- you know, yeah. the flat top area. What uh, do his meats and stuff? What's it like to have me train you on a station, mm-hmm. and do you find yourself mimicking aspects of that in training people on stations? Because I certainly, some of it, I mimic my father unintentionally, but I can see certain things like, oh, that's something I got from my old man. That thing I just did was reminding me of my dad. I honestly I don't know, because um, I'm I'm a terrible trainer. I have because I know how I know I know my style uh-huh. is. We're just fucking. It's like training day meets Fight Club. Sure, we're barreling down a fucking road in the middle of the night at like ninety. Uh huh. And I'm just giving you a speech about something. I'm kind of a crazy smile on my mm-hmm. face. And be like, you know, I, it would culminate in saying something like, sometimes you gotta let somebody else take the wheel, and I would just let go. And <laughs> yes, you gotta so. grab it, and all of a sudden, right. you're like, ah! That's how <laughs> I train people. I'm like, when's it gonna be busiest? All right, I can see some shit. All right, let's start getting a little trickle of tickets. Uh-huh. Now, come here. <laughs> Do this, this. This is yours now. You're, you're, you got, don't let it crash. Don't <laughs> let it crash. I believe in you. But here's the thing. That's the point. I wouldn't let you do it if I didn't believe in you. Right. No, I understand I know that. when you're good enough, and I'll let you get a little bit further than that. Right. And then, when you think you're not good enough still, I'm going to prove that you are, and then you're going to believe in yourself more. You just did something you didn't think you could do. No, I don't have very good training techniques. <laughs> I'm not very good at training people. And I, I say this all the time to everybody. Like, I'm not great at training people. I can show you how I need it done, and I can tell you why I need a certain thing done that way. Sure. I mean, I'm not good at training people either, I don't think. <laughs> no, well, your training method worked for me quite well. I mean, it works, always. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I keep using it. It's right. not even a method, it's just, I I show you the entire process mm-hmm. several times, mm-hmm. and then I have you do it, and explain what you're doing, yeah. and then... I leave it alone once I'm happy with the results of that. Hmm. I'll probably have you do it like three times with me, <clears throat> total, I guess. Once where I'm really showing you, yep. once where you're showing me, and then once where you got your hands on the wheel, and yep. I say, all right, you're good now. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> and that, that, up. that little bit of fear is just mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to burn this into my fucking cerebellum. <laughs> don't fuck up. And just, then you got it, but that's, then you don't have to fucking... Then it's so much easier to get those recipes or yeah. whatever it is right. in there because yeah. you've got that little bit of pressure. Hmm. What am I going to do to you if, I, if you fuck it up? Uh, I own your arm. <laughs> but other than that... Usually it's like I don't I don't want to like let whoever down is usually what keeps me... <laughs> sure, no. I, it, and I'm not saying this as a point of pride or braggadociousness. Mm-hmm. But so many people have just been like, I'm just afraid to work with you because I don't want to let you down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the, the, the pride and passion that you put into your work that's very that's uplifting fair. and, yeah. That's but fair. also scary. Sure. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm still single and I have children. Maybe. They're, every woman is just like, yeah. It's a little much. You're, you're very intense. <laughs> you are. You are a very intense person. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Rewind to about 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, in summary, I guess. Yeah, I have issues with anger. Sure. And I'm working on them. Mm-hmm. But that being said, part of that process is me going to you and saying, hey, uh, here's what makes me angry. Yeah. Can we avoid that? Yeah. Uh, and typically, it's just, hey, get the fuck out of my face. There, there is a lot of times that that is very frustrating to me. And I, I wish, I somewhat wish I could be a little more vocal like you are to my bosses. But I, I don't have as much passion in it. I've got the pride of my work, but I don't have the same amount of passion that you do in this particular work. But there are those times where it's like, you are just in my way. You are now making things worse. Yeah, yeah. And usually, usually what I do is I'll back up. I'm like, okay, you want to do it your way? I'll just let it fall. I'll let it fail. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with advocating for yourself. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with being, in my opinion, as vocal as they will be. I mean, again, I'll treat you the way you treat me. Mm-hmm. If you're going to talk down to me and say have some shit to say about the way I'm doing shit mm-hmm. based on nothing... Nothing goes wrong, but like, here's what you need to do to do that better. It's like, yeah, no, I don't. I was like, okay, fine, fine. Here's what I need to do to do better, fine. Uh, your turn. Yeah. Uh, here's what you need to do, motherfucker. There's a long <laughs> list of shit, and everybody here thinks it. Yeah. I, I, I am always the martyr just because I can't shut the fuck up. Right. And I make myself a perfect person. Just be like, well, let's get rid of him. Right. Mm-hmm. He's, this, is, this is why you don't talk back. Right. See what they'll do? I'm like, mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. Kill me over and over again. I don't give a shit. I could care less. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. In fact, we're going to end with a little story time before we get into some would you rather. Mm-hmm. Speaking of getting the fuck out of my way. <laughs> uh huh. So, when we were helping to open a place, yep. we, of course, had a social media person who I did not get along with at all. At all. At all. At all. Uh, I tried. I know you did, buddy. Yep. He just... Sorry, there's a garbage truck outside. We're going to give it a break for a second. Once that goes away, we'll come back to you. All right, we're back. Sorry about that, folks. This is a low-budget podcast. Uh, but you know how to make it not one. Help us out, man. Sponsor us. Sponsor. If you want some good-ass food made by some good-ass chefs... Mm-hmm. In a good-ass environment, a.k.a. your own fucking house, or boat, or apartment, or space shuttle, or business meeting, conference room, whatever. Space shuttle would be interesting. I wouldn't want to do it. We've talked <laughs> endlessly about how I don't fucking space. I, okay, let's change that to point. zero G. Yeah, fine. Fine. Yes, absolutely yes. Come on, Elon. Fund us. Anyway, back to the point. Me and the social media guy do not get along. It's just we're oil and water, man. Uh, he's had very different styles. He's one of those guys who, who pretends to be very passive until he boils over and gets angry. Mm. And I love getting That's to that point. I'm like the Joker, man. All it takes is one bad day. So he eventually got to that point. But before that happened, he was going to try to do some social media promoting for us. So he wanted to film me and you, mm-hmm. Kwanzi, cooking together on the line. Oh, jeez. I mean, he wanted to fucking have, like, a drone start over the lake and then come fucking all the way 
down into the restaurant to fly mm-hmm. through the kitchen to right. land on a shot of me like putting a fucking top on a burger or some right. shit. I'm like, no, no, fuck all of that. <laughs> as cool as some of that does sound. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm not doing that during service with my one fucking other cook yeah. with some fucking motherfucker who's not the top of his game. Yeah. If the top promoter in the world came to us with that pitch mm-hmm. and had a very good plan about execute it and we had a fucking lot of money and time to do it. Right. Sure. Sure. Low budget, mm-hmm. kind of maybe something that we got to try to work out somehow. How many takes is this going to take? <laughs> yeah. To land every time with me just fucking topping this burger? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a long day. If we're trying to do the drink service? Right. Fuck all of that. Right. So, yeah, no, not my favorite thing. So we finally settled on, I will allow you in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't come on this fucking line. You, <laughs> you, you can zoom in, you can go out behind the bar and film us. Whatever it takes, man, you won't set foot on my goddamn line. And what did he do almost immediately? First thing, <laughs> jumps in my fucking face with a camera in the fucking, on my hands. Just like, whoa, 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 slow down. I need to get a better shot. It's like, oh. And I was like, all right, you're in the way, Scott. <laughs> That's when I had to jump in. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the way. No, it's just like, oof, bro. Uh, I'm about to lose it. How many times do we suggest let's do this on a day off? Yeah, every every time. Let's do. You this always come in to fucking photograph shit in the middle of the busiest dinner because you wanted to look busy. Sure. You wanted the restaurant to appear mm-hmm. busy, which it was. Sure, fine. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, ah, oh. we can do the this cooking shit on another time. It's like I can make shit. And the other thing too is you just order shit and not tell me about it. Yeah. And then send it back if it didn't look good. Yeah. Like just tell me up front. Yeah. So call me, text me, email me, fucking IM me, I don't give a fuck. Smoke signals. Just let me know you're coming in. Tell me when you're coming in and tell me what you want. Yeah. And I will have it ready at that time and it'll look perfect. Right. Don't just come in spontaneously and give me some fucking like nine orders of shit. Right. That all have to look immaculate. Right. Mixed in with a bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. That makes me angry. I think that makes a lot of chefs angry. No, like half the time he wouldn't even eat it. Right. Maybe so I just wanted to order this for the like what? Right. <laughs> and then we have to try to use it somehow. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, I just had nine of these things. Mm-hmm. It would have been really nice to know five fucking minutes ago. <laughs> just come any day off, man. Then we can try the food. Right. Just exactly. See, see how we're doing with it. Mm-hmm. Hey, does we be adjusted at all? Are we still happy? Like he could. We could have made that a very progressive. And, uh. and then we could have done a special, all that shit. There's prior planning prevents poor performance. <laughs> God damn it. Not to mention he also was our, not only just like the social media person, but like our internet person for our menu. Oh, yeah, like he did the website stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, uh. So my best friend in the whole world is a graphic designer who owns his own graphic design company mm. and does a bunch of graphic design shit. I basically got him to make a logo and shit for free, and then we were working on a website and shit, and instead we opted to pay to have someone do it. Yeah. It's like, what? One, Bex is dumb. Two, the guy failed. Yeah? <laughs> yes. The menu menu came out wrong. I'm yes. Online. I remember that. Yeah, it came out wrong. I thought they got fixed. Some adjustments were made. Right. It's still inaccurate. Oh, Still inaccurate. It's been years. Yeah, no shit. God damn. Still, when people go online to make orders, there's all this stuff that they can do that shouldn't be I remember possible. that. Yeah. I thought that would have been long gone. Like fries with your salad, bro. All right, whatever. 
I remember that because I just gave up at a certain point. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Nope. Fuck it. I'm just going to put fries in their salad then. That's what they asked for. That's what I've been doing. If I'm ever in charge of a kitchen, the number one thing I say first to all the servers, all the managers, all the cooks, everything, I will not track you down to ask you about this ticket. Mm -hmm. If there's mods on it, it don't make sense. Mm -hmm. I will do exactly what the ticket says. You put in what you want, Mm -hmm. and if you feel like you need to clarify, you can come and talk to me. I'm very happy to have that conversation. Hey, just so you know with that ticket, I mean this. Mm-hmm. Great. Fantastic. Five-second interaction that does not require focus. Mm-hmm. No problem at all. But if you say some weird shit, you know, fucking salad with a bun. <laughs> if you got a fucking cob salad, toasted bun, right. but, you, but what you're saying is make this into croutons. Gotcha. That is well, not you're going to get a thing. bun on top of your salad. Exactly. That's what's, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get a toasted bun on top of your salad. Shoot. I mean, I I was semi-interpreting that as in they wanted, like, a salad sandwich. That's the problem. There's a million yeah. ways to interpret that, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know the answer. And if I can't find you because you're in the fucking bathroom doing coke off the toilet seat or some shit, <laughs> or Snapchatting, who the fuck right. cares? Yeah. If I can't find you, you got about a fucking two-minute window. Mm-hmm. Five if we're busy. Yeah. To come and just clarify real quick what you mean. After that, I'm going to do exactly what the ticket says. Yep. My interpretation. <laughs> yep. You say blackened salad, then you're going to get blackened something on that salad, I guess? Then, then there is the audacity of some customers, because there is a... There's basically, like, a, an extra, like, fill line in, where you can just type whatever the fuck oh, you I want. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> so, we... One of the things that's crazy to me is they will order our fried pickles and then ask for extra pickles. Yeah. For free. I'm like, yep. no. No. What? No. <laughs> Also, if you are ordering food at all, mm. period, if you want it to go, if you think it's going to be to go, if inevitably you know in your heart of hearts it's going to end up in a to-go box in the garbage in your house, mm. if that's the ultimate fate of it, then just fucking ask for it to go. God damn it. Or ask for to-go boxes to pack it up yourself, mm. or so, don't give it back to me and make me deal with it. Yeah. Don't make me ever deal with it again. Don't leave it there on the table for like fucking half an hour and then ask for to go boxes to pack all of it up. You know, now that I think about it, a lot of people do have us pack it up. When I say us, I mean like the front of the house. Yeah. What? Because yeah. I always get my own to go boxes. Right. Because you're yeah. a responsible, kind <laughs> person. It just dawned on me that people do. What? Yeah. What? No, yeah. I don't want you to take my food away from me. No. So you can spit in it. Yeah, for sure. Because I was but... a dick. <laughs> I, well, I'm not. If I go out to eat, I am, I'm, I'm basically just like, hey, we don't require much. Mm-hmm. If it's just you and me, especially. Yeah. All I, I might need a drink halfway through, but you really don't have to fuck with us too no. much. I know I'll require a to-go box later, but usually, like, our table, it depends on the size of our table. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get it immediately. Oh, yeah. On, that, on a rare occasion. Um, but, because I always split my food in half. Well, that's how you don't make someone angry. That's how mm-hmm. you make somebody happy. Just like, hey, whatever, whatever you have to do, hmm. Take the time you would spend with us and go do that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care. I don't... You're fine. Leave us be. Like, once I lean back and look full, mm-hmm. and I look for you, mm-hmm. we're done. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll be ready to give you my car. I yeah. need to look at the bill. Mm-hmm. I accept whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I've already made the calculation anyways. Just go ahead and throw a 50% tip on there. Mm-hmm. You're fine. And then I'll accept it. I trust you. Mm-hmm. Cool. We're done. No problem. 
The only other interaction I might need is check what my cup looks like. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's about it. Don't... Uh, I hate it. I hate it. Yep. I hate the whole... The, the calculated wait until I bite into the food to yep. ask me yep. questions. Yep. Stop it. Yep. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. That makes me angry. <laughs> Actively. Especially, especially if I'm in the kitchen and I'm like, we just finally, like, the rush ended for a second and I'm just like, okay, I can finally eat something. So I run over there and I start shoving food in my face and one of the cute little waitresses comes up, hey, can I have a cigarette? <laughs> I meant as a customer, but that as well. I'm just saying, Gerald, don't interrupt me while I'm eating. I'm like a bear. Just like, I'm like a rabid fox or something. It's a bit more fitting for me. Sure. And on that note, it's time for everyone's favorites. Would you rather? Mm-hmm. Would you rather be able to have your soulmate, whoever it is, mm-hmm. magic exists and you have a legitimate, this is the person's soulmate, mm-hmm. she can read your mind, or he, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's a she for you. They. They. Mm-hmm. This thing, yeah, alien, who cares? It could be a thing for me. Can read your mind forever now. They okay. just know your thoughts always. Okay. They can tune in and out, but they're aware oh, of it. Cool, 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 cool. They're all the ones you've ever had, and all the thoughts you're going to have, they just got it. My soulmate, right? Your soulmate. Got it. <laughs> We'd rather that, uh-huh. or everyone on the planet has sees every text or message you've sent ever in your entire life, ever. It's a tough one. No, I think I have my answer. I have my answer. Um... Hold on, I'm just I'm I'm going back and thinking about different texts and stuff <laughs> real quick. I'm going with soulmate. I'm probably going with soulmate as well. Because you're if you're my soulmate, you got to be ready for it, man. You'll you'll be fine with most of what goes through my head. You well, might have some issues with this, that, and the other, but my soulmate's not going to be fine with it. Mm-hmm. But she'll accept it, yeah, and not be surprised by it. Mm-hmm. There are women in my life, past and present, that equate to levels of a soulmate mm-hmm. and they know various levels of things about me and they're fine to various degrees mm-hmm. so yeah uh whoever the ultimate soulmate is is gonna probably be at least like well <laughs> it's, yeah. okay, it's like changing a baby's diaper uh, where it's like you're not surprised there's poop in it no but sometimes you're surprised by the content yes like oh yes I love you, but just, god damn. Like, oh. Carver, Carver used to have old, like, oh, yeah. like grown man shit to yeah. the call them. Yeah. As a baby, like, bro, what? <laughs> There's nothing worse than seeing it coming out of, like, the bottom of, like, a nightgown baby outfit or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oof, this is going to be a bad one. Yeah. There's a trail to clean it's up. Like, oof, oof. This, no. is, this is a problem. And again, it's I love you. That's what mm-hmm. love is. Mm-hmm. I love you, but I don't... Oh, I hate that I got to clean right. up this shit. I hate that I got to deal with any of this shit. Yeah. I love you. Yeah, I'm love. I'm covered in your shit <laughs> by no fault of my own other than I'm in love with you. I don't think either of my brothers peed on me. Because you know there's that the whole... Like, you've seen it in media before you change the baby to start Well, yeah, yeah. I don't think either of them has ever beat on me. I don't think most movie baby tropes are, like, truisms in the world. Well, I've seen it happen. Sure. But I don't think either of them have ever gotten me. They definitely got my mom a couple of times. I'm just saying every funny baby movie has that scene. Yes. I mean, babies aren't just climbing scaffolding and fucking hanging off girders while people are trying to, like, oh, no, my son! 
Well, he, he somehow got away from me and crawled up this construction site that's always in those movies. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always, like, the perfect timing where things bounce it up. Right. And it lands safely. And there's, like, a pigeon with a nest and he's, like, feeding the babies. Yeah, and the baby's like, ah! <laughs> and it falls back down. That one random static shot. And then the music kind of dips for a second. And then it swells back up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, you also know my family, so those are very plausible instances. I mean, yeah, there's a sitcom based on your family. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't be made today. It was made in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. And it's MTV late night did yes. not last more than like a season and a half. Nope. With like a Christmas special that was only released on VHS tape, and it's really hard mm-hmm. to find. Mm-hmm. Really grainy. Really grainy. There's one bad copy of it on YouTube, but it's reversed, very, very so that can really make sense. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> that's, that's when that show existed. Yeah. Because me and Trey used to fight most holidays. Yeah. Just, Physically. Just, yeah, yes. <laughs> physically. It wasn't that arguing bullshit you see on TV. Right. <laughs> no, we used to actually fight. I've been in physical altercations <laughs> with members of your family. That's true. <laughs> on more than one occasion. Oh, I would always threaten to break his arm. Yeah. Never did. Never. Right. I mean, I felt like I had to a lot of times. Sure. It just wouldn't stop. That's what makes him successful. Yeah. <laughs> But then we got better, so. Right. I want to fight him again, though. <laughs> On a sparring thing, you know how I am. Sure. All right, this is a good, uh, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you rather clog a toilet mm. with aggressive, horrible diarrhea mm. On the first date with like the girl of your dreams? Uh huh. Like you're back at her place and it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Like you're both in your underwear. And her bra is loose but not off. Right. And then you're like, like, oh, God. <laughs> and her bedroom is right, right next, next to the fucking bathroom. Yeah, and she can hear it. Uh-huh. All. All uh-huh. of it. And it's real bad. Would you rather do that? Uh-huh. Or sit on stage during a televised clan rally? Uh, wait. So I'm on the stage with the clan? Whatever's happening on stage during this clan, I don't imagine. There's not like an opening act where. Not that I know. Not that I know from experience. So I know I like fucking fit the bill aesthetically. I'm not a fucking skinhead. Obviously, I would hope. I'm the most casual racist. I am the most casual KKK member ever to be on a podcast with you. Right. Like, oh, and I I'm black just for all those who don't realize. Right. That. Because at night we just do different things. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> I mean, we're by at the same place, but yeah. I'm burning mm-hmm. across and he's yeah. trying to put it out. <laughs> what a wacky adventure. I smell a sitcom. That's our show right there. Um, That's the 90s sitcom. That but I'm, I'm within the vicinity of the clan rally, yeah? Is that what's... You're on stage. I'm on stage. Yep. So whoever's speaking, you're just right behind them and you just got to sit there. And you got to have a smile on your face, I'll say. That's the other caveat. You have to look amused. Which like, whatever you're hearing in your head is making you chuckle a little bit in a happy, jovial way. That makes so much worse. No, no. The fact of the matter is, that's what I choose because that's what would happen. Okay. I would laugh because I find racists hilarious to me. And I, I have this weird... <laughs> This weird desire to meet a clan member at some point. Sure. I'd like to have a, like, like a real hardcore clan member. I would like to sit down and have, like, an interview. Sure. Them. No, absolutely. Uh, but also have this weird desire to, like, convert 
of races. Well, you and I are all about like building bridges mm-hmm. and connections with people, mm-hmm. especially people who are wildly different than us right. and who disagree with us right. in significant ways. Which they can't get much more significant for me. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm if you're an S tier level, mm-hmm. this matters to me. Mm-hmm. I'm at least a B, probably an A in terms of like I'd rather not. Yeah. Especially because the way I look. <laughs> I'm afraid to block the sun with my hand because it looks like I'm giving a fucking salute. <laughs> um, yeah, because... But on a genuine note for a second, I'm really glad. I really appreciate that you and I can talk like this. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Like, I've always valued that about mm-hmm. our friendship, mm-hmm. that we can discuss significant things mm-hmm. in, like, a real, a real way. way. Yeah. And, like, take the power away from awful shit because yeah. it's funny now yeah it's, it's never funny <laughs> it's never actually funny but, but it's we can mock it certainly yeah. i appreciate that we can do that mm-hmm. yeah I need to take a moment to acknowledge that no i that's one of the best things about me and your relationship is our openness and opus openness and honesty with each other yeah about all topics and our respect for each other to understand where our lines lie right for whatever topics we talk about yeah mm-hmm. and you know the thing I appreciate about our relationship, and this kind of goes back to the initial point of the whole podcast, mm-hmm. is you know we've had disagreements, yeah. and we've crossed each other's lines from time to time, yep. and we've talked about it, mm-hmm. and we've explained why we feel ways, and mm-hmm. we've received that information, and we do our best, and we both understand shit happens, yeah. and once in a while something might happen, mm-hmm. something could slip out, something could go wrong, yep. a mistake, whatever, accidents happen, mm-hmm. you know. I'm always very willing to forgive and move forward, and we have a very healthy male relationship because of that, yeah, we do. especially. Yeah. And you see that a lot in kitchens. Those sorts of bonds can get forged mm-hmm. because of conversations like this. Because of communication. Absolutely. Uh, before we get to your answer, we, we both had the angry chef in the kitchen happen yeah. to us at the same time. Yeah. And we snapped at each other. Oh, absolutely. After the rush, after we took care of our job, yeah. we went out back and had a conversation. Right. Came back and was fine. I mean, a lot of it, again, just comes from the external pressure of not having staff yeah. or resources yeah. or sufficient at-home security mm-hmm. or all those sorts of things. You know, give us three more people in that kitchen, you know, pay us $32, $35 an hour oh, yeah. for, you know, let's say... 40 hours a week yeah. or less, mm-hmm. 30 to 40, something mm-hmm. like that. Guaranteed nights off, guaranteed time off, guaranteed product. Right. You know, no pressure on things. If there's a mistake, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I, I mean, that's a utopious wonderland of, my, of dreams. Right. But that, if that's what we're shooting for, then the one we take steps toward it. Mm-hmm. If, it, if that's the impossible, then what is possible and how do we get there? Right. right? Yeah, that's actually a good point. Speaking of what's possible... And what would you rather do? Yeah. So you want to be in the clan rally, skinhead? I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it, it would be... There's a lot of ways I could take it. I could certainly take the, like, convert them from their ways approach. Sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know why I'm participating after this whole thing. <laughs> Let's say I'm on stage just for the whole event or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh I mean, can I write something on my body or hold a sign or can I be ridiculous in some way? Mm. Can I wear a shirt that's ridiculous? 
It can't be... Am I in a Klansman robe just without the hood on? Or what am I wearing? You're not... You don't have to be in a Klansman robe. Okay. But you can't be like, I don't support this type thing. Real quick side note, I just want to know what the fabric feels like. (laughs) It looks comfy. It looks comfy. Like, I want to know what the hood feels... I'm just curious what the texture of that feels like. I'm sure it's not great. I don't know. I mean, if you got to wear that no, on a okay. horse... The texture, sure. The the whole thing, I don't... I imagine it's like a little little helmet or something. And then you got the... I do uh, wonder how you keep it up. Right. Again, you're on a horse, some of these wizards or whatever. Right. That's crazy. Wearing a fucking, like, pillowcase? Anyway. Uh, yeah, what am I wearing? You, you, you're not, like... You don't have a shirt with, like, a graphic of you hugging me on it sure. or anything like that. I mean, that might look bad anyway. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like... White you... t-shirt and jeans, I'm going to guess, right? Sure, Black yeah. t-shirt and jeans, maybe? More or less plain, whatever. Okay. Ordinary attire. Anything that's not picking a side. Sure, yeah, yeah. okay, gotcha. You can't pick a side on that. If you want to verbalize the side... No, no. And I just got to sit there kind of laughing at the whole situation? I could explain that. Mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. totally... Well, sure. a, a fucking demon genie came to me and asked... <laughs> For giving me these two options. Yeah. Uh, and even if you don't believe me, whatever. Whatever doesn't really matter. Yeah, like, I don't have a problem with black people. Don't kill me, please. Yeah, I was going to say, do I get to make make it out alive? Like, yeah. I'm just, like, back there, like, hung up on a cross or something, right? You get to give <laughs> a statement afterwards if you want. Sure. Hmm. Hmm. I guess it really would depend on what their topic was. I'm going to guess racism. Sure, sure. To Alex. <laughs> but there's specific things, I'm sure. I'm sure there are certain specific things. I mean, I'm just, I just can't imagine. It's like, now we all agree <laughs> that some movies with black people are okay. <laughs> yes. Right. Some of them. No, I guess there's no really bad black portrayals in movies, right? Like we're the I mean, whole... certainly back in the day. Like I in the guess. 20s? I mean, I know. Okay. I was a film student for a long time. I'm very aware of America's stupid racist film history, and it's wild the shit we got away with. Yeah, I, I guess I guess that's fine. I mean, that makes sense that it might be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I got one less would you rather. Go ahead. Now that we're just <laughs> going into the depths of racism. I love the topic. I know you do. <laughs> Continue. Yes. Would you rather give up sex or give up food? I'm going to say you won't die from eating up food, but you will right. probably feel hungry. Sure. Because you're going to feel horny. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just be like, would you rather get rid of these feelings? Right, no. I understand. Like, I don't need to eat anymore. But you're going to feel like, God, I'd love to eat. But you can't eat. Same with, like, you can't jack off. You can't release it. Mm-hmm. I'm giving up food. Yeah, I know you are. Absolutely. You I, already, eat. Yeah, I deal with hunger every day of my life. That's no problem. If I don't need it, that would be great. Yeah. I then I could eternally torture myself a little bit always? Ooh, fantastic. In a way that's bearable? Actually, I'm going to also give up food. Interesting. Because that saves me money. Yeah, me too, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. That saves a lot of money. Yeah. Hmm. And now, is it I can't eat? Yes. Okay. You will always be hungry, and you must feel that forever. No, no, what, what I'm saying is, like, if I go to dinner with a chick, can I not order something and then... I'm going to say, eat? like, every orifice on your body seals shut, and your eyes go blind, and you can't hear if you attempt to put food in your mouth. 
Okay, got you. Well, <laughs> food like I can still ingest liquids. Ah, uh, like, so I want to get drunk or something. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say you're allowed to alter your state still. So okay. yes, that counts. Mm-hmm. So by extension, sure. I mean, but I would say you're only allowed to imbibe liquids that will alter your state, and you must make the decision to try to alter your state. Okay. Does that include energy drinks? Yes. Okay. I will say coffee and shit like that. You can caffeinate and all that. Right. If that's the desired effect. It's not yeah. like I'm drinking water to satiate myself. Right. right. And I, I, but then I guess... cotton mouth, though? I mean, you can drink water to cure cotton mouth. Okay. You can drink medicine to cure a disease. Okay. But it is still an altering of state. Other sure. Than altering my hunger. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine. I was thinking about going with the sex thing, because I've gone on long hiatuses. Sure. And it's still a thing I enjoy to do. <laughs> and I would rather have that be a possibility than eating. Eating doesn't yeah. matter that much. Sure. Yeah. Interesting that the mm-hmm. two cooks would give up <laughs> eating. <laughs> what does that say about the restaurant life? I don't know, but we like to create, though. We do like to create. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, you tell us what you think of our answers. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and YouTube, Less Tasted, of course. Any clans members, you guys uh, maybe want to do an interview. So, if you're listening to this. Yeah, it's from a safe, <laughs> private location. Uh-huh. Especially for you. <laughs> well, I want to make sure they don't feel like this is a setup. It's a setup <laughs> for us. I'm not holding a gun. No, no, no. Curious about we run into to John. Hey, what y'all doing here? <laughs> right? John is not racist, everyone. And on that note, mm-hmm. this has been Kitchen Open Late, but the kitchen is now closed, so get the fuck out. Peace. <laughs>